The Purpose Unfolded podcast is a safe space for weekly candid conversations about purpose living, faith building, community, wellness, and so much more. I'm your host, Jordan Danielle, author, motivational speaker, wellness practitioner, and overall a vessel for good. Join me weekly as I sit down with myself and others as we continue to unfold in purpose. Let's dive in, shall we? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Purpose Unfolded podcast, where we talk about faith building, purpose living, wellness, healing, and all of that other great, great, amazing stuff. I am your host, Jordan Danielle, and I'm so grateful to have you joining me today in conversation for episode 12 of the podcast. I'm very excited for this week's episode, um, and I'm going to get into it very shortly, but before I do that, I want to always turn your attention back to last week's episode. If you didn't have the chance to catch episode 11, which was titled Becoming Fearless. And so in that episode, I just talked about different things that we can do, different practices that we can start to implement within our daily lives to help us learn how to better navigate through fear when fear starts to arise in our lives. Um, It's natural to feel afraid sometimes. It's natural to have certain fears. However, what I think is important is for us to be well equipped to know how to overcome those fears or those challenges when they present themselves to us. That way we are always in a position of victory and we're always in a position that helps us to continue to grow. And so I think in terms of fear, it's really important because sometimes our fears are the very things that stop us from doing the things that we know are going to satisfy us and make us happy and really just make us feel good about the life that we live. And so I don't know about you, but I'm trying to conquer and navigate through all of the fears that I have. And so why not do that together, do that as a community? Because I'm sure that you want to do the same. So if that sounds like something that resonates to you and you didn't have the opportunity to catch last week's episode, no worries. It's still available. After you listen to this episode, you can always go back and listen to episode 11 and also leave a rating and review on whatever platform you listen to your podcast on, whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. I would greatly appreciate it. Also, make sure you're following us on Instagram at Purpose Unfolded for not only new episodes of the podcast, um, but also weekly motivation and inspiration. All right. So now let's get into today's episode. Today, I will be talking about self-care in action self-care and action and I want to talk about that because like I mentioned earlier this podcast is a podcast that is centered not only around purpose and faith building but also around wellness and healing and I think 
it's important for us to focus on cultivating a practice of self-care in action, something that we actively do as much as we can because that's the only way that we can continue to be well. It's the only way that we can continue to unfold into our higher self, right? When you feel good, you do good, right? When you look good, you feel good. All of those other, you know, sayings. And so I want to start us off with three affirmations just to set the tone for today's conversation. And feel free to press pause on this affirmation part to actually write them down. And I would encourage you to take a moment to meditate on them or just to choose which one resonates most with you and perhaps consider journaling about it after this episode and how you might implement these affirmations or one of the affirmations that I'm getting ready to share with you all into your practice moving forward this week. So the first affirmation that I want to offer to you all goes like this. My practice of self-care is an essential practice of my self-love. My practice of self-care is an essential practice of my self-love. Emphasis on essential, right? Essential. The next affirmation I want to offer goes, it is okay to take time for myself as often as I need to, and I do not have to feel guilty about it. It is okay to take time for myself as often as I need to, and I do not have to feel guilty about it. And the last affirmation I want to offer to you all is, it's not about how much I spend on self-care, but how well it makes me feel. It's not about how much I spend on self-care, but how well it makes me feel. So those were the three affirmations that I wanted to offer to you all today. I hope one of them resonates and spoke to you as you heard it. Um, And I would love to hear which one resonated with you. Feel free to connect with me on Instagram, either on my personal page at the Jordan Danielle or at the brand page Purpose Unfolded and let me know which affirmation spoke to you. So now I just want us to um, ask ourselves a question and I'm going to ask myself this question as well. And the question is, How much time are you allowing yourself to practice self-care? How much time do you give yourself, whether it be daily, weekly, monthly, um, to really take some intentional time to practice self-care? And I'm not really going to go into like what self-care is. Um, I, I think people pretty much have a general idea of what self-care is and there's many different ways that you can practice self-care depending on what type of person you are and what the things are that really help to recharge you right um when i think about self-care and when i practice my self-care i do it because i know 
it's going to help recharge me. It's going to help continue to sustain me and keep me grounded. Um, And so that's like a basic definition for me of what self-care is. If I had to define it or if someone may have asked me what is self-care, I would pretty much say it's something that you do to help you sustain yourself and make sure making sure that your cup is not being depleted or completely empty, right? It's that thing that you do that makes sure your cup is full, always full, or at least a little bit more than halfway full, right? And so for me, over the years, I, I've come to develop more of a practice of self-care, more of a consistent practice. I didn't always practice self-care. It was, in fact, I had never even heard of what self-care was until I actually got into the work that I do now as like a wellness practitioner and someone who is involved in the self-help and professional development industry. Um, and even people who aren't necessarily in like the self-help industry, it's just something that we see more often now these days. We hear that term self-care, right? But how are you, how are we practicing that in our daily lives? I think it's important sometimes because in our society, we tend to place so much emphasis on like production and doing and being on the go all the time. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but I do think it can become problematic when our doing and our producing starts to take over our practice of really just resting and just taking time for ourselves. I would like to believe that you can live a full life. You can live the life that you desire to live, a very um, expansive life, even when you choose to rest, even when you choose to take care of yourself. There's this narrative, and it's a very toxic narrative, that you know you can't really like rest until you get to where you want to go and you have to always be on go and you just have to grind 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 and I gotta say I don't really agree with that because how can you truly grind all the time and like produce effectively all the time when you're not even allowing yourself some self-care and some time to self-nurture and this doesn't mean that you have to do a super extravagant full day of like pampering yourself or getting your hair done or nails done or haircut or all of that you don't have to do all of that um sometimes self-care is simply taking a moment to just take a nap for an hour or two, right? And that in itself can be that very thing that gives you that boost to continue to feel grounded and to feel sustained and feel mentally and spiritually and emotionally equipped to focus on what you need to do and be able to navigate your day in a way that is healthy. Sometimes people think that like, you know, 
in order to be successful, you have to be team no sleep. I'm sorry, but I'm going to get my sleep, okay? I I am a sleeper. I am an advocate for sleep and for rest because that is a natural need of our bodies. Our as humans, we need rest. And while we might assume that, you know, we can still be on go with 3 hours of sleep or 4 hours of sleep, at the end of the day, in the long term, how is that really going to have an impact on you? We might be able to operate from like no sleep or maybe no self-care now, but I believe that eventually not really honoring ourselves in the way that we need to eventually catches up to us. And so I know sometimes some of us have different lives. Some of us might be parents to multiple children or maybe one children. Maybe some of us work multiple jobs or the one job that we do have, it's very time consuming. I don't know what all of your schedules are like, but if you honor yourself enough, I think it is possible even in the busyness of our lives and our schedules sometimes to create the space and the time for us to care for ourselves and to nurture ourselves because it is so important. It's so important to make sure that we're practicing self-care. So when was the last time you intentionally decided to take care of yourself? When was the last time you intentionally made the decision to practice self-care and it could be something as simple as giving yourself an hour or two of pure silence so that you're not distracted and you can just hear nothing at all and maybe that's peaceful for you and maybe that's relaxing for you and maybe that's the thing that helps you stay grounded right it can be something as simple as Doing a skincare routine because taking care of your skin makes you feel good and makes you feel rejuvenated. Or maybe going on a walk outside and spending some time in the sun is self-care. It's very simple, easy things that we can do for self-care that I believe if we are intentional about it, we can find time in our schedules to do those things. Another thing in society that I think is kind of toxic is like always wanting to be booked and busy all the time. And I used to be that way. I used to be the one who was like, okay, I'm booked and busy. I want to be booked and busy. But like just because you are booked and busy doesn't really mean that you're actually doing something, right? You can be busy and still not really do much at all. And so I have had to learn how to be intentional about the things that I book myself for, be intentional about the things that I dedicate my time to. And when I'm doing those things, I ask myself, like, is this thing that I am setting time to do and putting on my schedule, is it worth my time? Is it going to help me in any way? Or am I just putting it on my schedule to say I'm booked? I would rather not have anything at all than to book myself for something that really has no true value or true meaning. 
And so I just want to encourage you to figure out in what areas of your schedule or maybe areas within your calendar can you afford to maybe create some time for some self-care. And like I said, self-care does not have to be a full day of self-care. It can be an hour. It can be 30 minutes. It can be however long you need. Whatever your personal needs are, honor that and tend to that. Some of us might not have the money to be able to, you know, go get a full massage or go to the spa or do those things. And that's completely okay. Like I mentioned in the affirmation earlier, it's not about how much you spend on your self-care. It's really about how your self-care makes you feel. Is it making you feel good? And not only that, but is it healthy? Sometimes our self-care practices make us feel good, but they're not the most conducive to our ultimate health. They're not the most beneficial to our growth and ultimate well-being. So I want to encourage you to take some time just to consider if the things that you're doing to practice self-care, if they're even healthy for you. And that can take some honesty and some transparency with self that sometimes people might not be ready to do, but I'm here to to push you a little extra um, out of love because in us honoring and practicing self-care, I think it's ultimately about that sense of wellness and that sense of health and well-being. And we can't continue and we can't be well if we're not doing things that are um, contributing and supporting that practice of wellness. And so another question I want to ask, I think I may have already asked this, but in what areas of your life could you create more space for your self-care? So I want you to consider what your what a general week looks like for you, right? Let's let's think about what we did this past week. If you can remember all of the things, or at least most of the things that you did within this past week, right? And I want you to ask yourself, are the things that you did this week, are they worth doing in this week to come, right? And if they're not worth your time, if they're not truly worth your time or truly worth you actually investing your energy into and your attention into, perhaps you can consider filling that time up with some self-care instead. Because sometimes we make excuses for self-care. We think, oh, it's it's not that big of a deal. I'm okay. I'm okay. And yeah, you might be okay, but why not just continue just to do that extra bit of self-care to make sure that you're extra okay, right? And sometimes the things that we spend our time doing, like I said, are maybe things that we just do by default, things that we're just used to doing, things that 
just feel natural to us. But maybe those things are the very things that are causing us to need some self-care. Or maybe those are the very things that are causing us to feel like we don't have time for self-care. So I want to encourage you to think about what you did in this past week and whether or not the things that you spent your time doing, did they help you? Are they Were they ultimately beneficial to you? Or could you benefit from maybe doing those things a little bit less? And I'm not saying to completely X that thing out of your life or X that thing out of your schedule. Um, But what I am saying and encouraging you all to do is to encourage, I mean, is to take some time to figure out in what areas of my life, of my daily habits, can I afford and benefit from creating some space and some time to actually practice some self-care? What day during the week can do I have time to actually go on a walk or to take a nap? You don't have to go on a walk every single day or take an hour, two-hour nap every single day or whatever your self-care routine is. You don't have to do that every single day. But I do think it's important for us to find time to do it at least once a week. Maybe on Sundays as you prepare for the new week ahead. Or maybe on Fridays because Fridays just feel good, right? Whatever day resonates with you, I encourage you if you don't already have a self-care practice or maybe you do or per- and perhaps the self-care practice could use a little bit more love and intention. I encourage you to pick a day this week that you feel like okay, this week on Wednesday before I go to sleep or before I, when I wake up and before I start my day, I'm going to do this in honor of my self-care. And I'm going to be intentional about the way that I love on myself. Because our practice of self-care is an essential practice of our self-love. Every time we take a moment to, to practice self-care and to be intentional about it, we are taking a moment to, to say, hey, self, I love you. I'm doing this because I love you. I, I care so much about you. And so because I love myself, I'm going to take this time to do the things that make me feel good, that help me stay grounded, that help me stay um, in my power and in my peace and in my focus, right? So I want us all to do that. I think self-care, you know, can sound so so cliche these days, right? Self-care Sunday, self-care Saturday. Um, and while those things are cool, I think we need to have more of a, a conversation and dialogue of about why, why we need to be practicing self-care Sundays or self-care Saturdays or whatever the case may be. And it's because Self-care not only helps us continue to practice self-love, but it helps us make sure that our cups are full and that our cups are being filled by us, not by anybody else. No one else can do self-care for you. 
Only you can do self-care for you. And so when you do that, you are standing in your power and you're standing in that position of being able to fill your own cup up and not and not relying on anybody else to do it for you, not relying on anybody else to really sustain you or to make sure that you're in a space of peace. Because when you practice self-care and you honor yourself, you take that control. And you're the one to do that. And I think that that is so powerful. Being able to be an active participant in our practice of sustaining ourselves and nurturing ourselves and watering ourselves. It's like being the flower, but also being the one to water the flower too. It's like, yeah, I'm this flower I'm this garden, but I also am the one who waters the garden and who waters the flower. So in in what ways are you watering yourself? I know in last week's episode, I gave like the flower analogy. Um, and so here we are again with another flower analogy. Um, I don't I don't know what it is about me and flowers and plants, but it just works. Um, so. In what ways are you watering and nurturing the flower of you, your self-care practice? And if you and if you've maybe neglected your self-care recently, it happens. And if that has happened recently, it's okay. Pick yourself back up. Take your time as you pick yourself up. And remind yourself of how important self-care and self-love actually is and why you started your self-care practice in the first place. And take a moment to say, I love you. And because I love you, self, I'm going to be intentional about my self-care this week. There's a lot going on right now in the world And not only in the world, but some of us have a lot going on in our personal lives. And we might not always feel like we have the time to go on a walk or to take a nap or to do a skincare routine or to cook a healthy meal for ourselves or to do any of the other things that are self-care to us. But I think in that moment, is the exact reason why it's important to do that. Because sometimes we can say we don't have time. Sometimes we make excuses and say there's not enough time for the very things that we should actually be making time for. And so if you feel like you don't have the time to practice self-care, I would encourage you and let you know that you do. Because While there's 24 hours in the day, I believe that it's possible some way, somehow, where there is a will, there is a way. There is always a way when a person is willing to do something. And sometimes that comes with sacrifice. And so you have to be willing to acknowledge what are the things that you're willing to sacrifice for. Um, And that goes back to the things that we spend our time doing throughout the week. 
and the habits that we engage in. Maybe we have to sacrifice some of our habits in order for us to love on ourselves a little bit more, in order for us to spend some more time practicing self-care a little bit more because it's worth it and you're worth it. And so as I end this week's episode and this conversation about self-care, I just want to remind you and let you know that self-care is so simple. It's so simple. We don't, it doesn't have to be this hard, complex thing that we do, but it does have to be something that makes you feel well and that makes you ultimately feel good and feel sustained in the thing that helps to refill you and recharge you. Because as I mentioned earlier, some of us do have a lot going on and that can take a lot of energy out of us. And no one wants to live a life where we are depleted of our energy. So I want to encourage you all this week to really think about the ways in which you can honor and be more dedicated to your practice of self-care. And as you do that, as you explore the ways that you can be more dedicated and be more committed to your practice of self-care, just know that with every step you take and with every effort you take to practice self-care, you are also practicing more self-love and self-love is so powerful self-love is the best love and I believe that and I want you to experience that but as I've said before nobody can do self-care for you only you can do self-care for you so this has been another episode of the podcast of the Purpose Unfolded podcast. I hope this conversation spoke to you. I hope it uplifted you and empowered you. Please feel free to share this episode with somebody that you know who maybe you feel could benefit from practicing some more self-care in their life. And I would love for you to leave a rating and review after you've listened to this episode. And until next time, I send y'all all my love blessings, and all of my peace. Bye-bye now.